0: Hello, and welcome to a special pre-Christmas bonus edition of AngelCast. Um, I guess this is AngelCast uh, 15 uh, and this one is about the battle scroll gods and heroes uh, or the winter FAQ balance document all of that kind of rolled into one. It's come out today assuming that I do any editing before bed uh, and uh, I'm Adam and I'm joined by
1: uh, Simon Frey and uh, Kieran Allende
0: great um thanks for coming on guys uh we got some pretty core members of team angel uh, 2021 uh, with some pretty competitive ideas and between you quite a lot of different armies although most of them are simons
2: yes most of them are mine but kieran's got what Spiderfang, uh, spider fang which has got some interesting changes and uh, uh, the First Prince.
1: yeah yeah yeah. i've so got far. death as well you yeah, have to get all that. the death that i ran for years and years and
2: yeah. i actually had forgotten that yeah
0: how because <laughs> like physically a lot longer than a lot of other people have run things too
2: he didn't win um, any games he started playing League in the first prince <laughs> yeah
1: that's a problem right that is
0: untrue <laughs> kieran routinely smashed me with both death and spider bang typically on a friday night before a tournament <laughs> and then i would do much better at the tournament but i have a really bad record against you actually
1: Yeah, I don't like playing Yorogas, but everything else I seem to do okay on. Um, Yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely. Um, So in a slight change of our normal format, we're not going to be doing match narrative and uh, open because I don't have anything to say about narrative or open, apart from the fact that the narrative of uh, this season, which is that Kragnos should be killing everybody, might maybe be ever so slightly fulfilled at least in the mid tables we'll have a discussion about Kragnos in more detail in a bit um but the first up we are going to talk about changes uh to the core rules um so um if you want to read along at home on the Warhammer community <laughs> website you can actually download Battle Scroll Gods and Heroes uh from the Warhammer community article uh dated the 21st of December uh, 2021. Uh, so what what's changed, guys? So um, I guess
2: there's a few things. And I think uh, the first things we're going to talk about, I think we're going to be the core rules team. So there's so only two, so they're quite easy to go through. And then there's some a, a smaller Rata to a couple of scrolls, including what Nagash, uh, Archaon, and Kragnos have been completely written. And then just some minor points changes here and there.
0: Yeah, so we'll
2: come after those in a little while. For
0: this first section, we're going to focus on the core rules, and then we'll, we'll have a look uh, after that at other things. So
2: what has actually changed in the core rules? <clears throat> uh, okay, so we've got a change to the command ability in the charge phase, which is unleash Hell. Uh, so okay, I've got both copies here, and this is quite big a bigger thing, although at first I thought it wasn't too big, and now I'm thinking it's bigger. So originally, and I'll read out the first wording, the old wording for unleash Hell. Uh, you could use this command ability after an enemy unit finished a charge move, uh, and you could receive it basically within nine inches of that enemy unit and more than three from other enemy units. And then you could shoot in the charge phase and you'd, you'd minus one uh, from all of your attacks. And they've changed that um, to be a bit more limited. So now rather than being within nine inches of the enemy unit, you must be within six inches and still more than three away. Um, but only the models in the units. Um, that are within six inches of a target unit, can shoot. So yes. you used to have 30 Sentinels uh, kind of, you know, ringing the whole Luminous army. Yep. You'd charge the front rank, maybe, of Spearmen who'd be standing in front of them, and all 30 Sentinels could shoot you. But now, um, and they probably can't fit 30 Sentinels in six inches, and certainly nope. not if you're charging the front rank of Spears. So that's a big nerf. Um, and then the minus one to hit uh, is still there as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. so This is quite good. This is. I think everyone's mind goes to Lumina right immediately. Uh, the yeah. Sentinels had a had a slight price hike, not enough. <laughs> uh, but immediately, that this is a this is a big nerf on them. You know, the, that value of getting out those shooting units, being able to shoot multiple times in a phase, especially from from doing this, um, is significantly reduced. However, Ooh. think about the Seraphon. Think about all those units that you're charging anyway, and that yeah. all the models are going to be within six, salamanders, basties. Um, so it does have a little less of effect on, on that side, and they were already i'm I was actually stomping the tournament scene. Luminef weren't doing amazingly well as much as the silver bit of a bogeyman.
0: I'm I'm really glad that it's within six rather than wholly within six, because um I've been trying to run a in living city for years and she doesn't fit on the board edge. Cause she's got <laughs> that that, essentially. Um, so, um, yeah, it's good that you can stand and shoot with, uh, spear. That's obviously the most important part of the mm-hmm. change. Yeah. I and I guess like, I think this is huge. Really? as a that- change? I think it's going to make a massive difference to the way that, Melee armies interact with uh, what's been really recently called out as being quite a shooting heavy meta. Certainly at the uh, Leicester City GT, which we went to with Andy recently. Sentinels were everywhere. Salamanders were everywhere. Um, yep. Like I've I've played against uh, cruel boys with a lot of vault boys lately, um, and the minus one to hit in general hasn't been massively important with the access to rerolls with the access Mm -hmm. to mortal wounds on sixes and on fives. Um, So actually, the to hit roll, you're fishing for those uh, mortal wounds in a lot of the meta. So I I don't think that's gone away as much, but certainly the uh, ability to close the distance more quickly and the exclusion of some models (laughs) in the unit, even if their uh, ranged weapon profile is in range, but they're physically outside of that six inches, I think that is going to at very least change the way that people have to set up Mm -hmm. which will massively shift the meta um if you so thinking about cruel boys if i'm charging into 10 gut rippers in front of nine bolt boys previously i was taking all nine bolt boys now i'm maybe taking three of those exactly or they're having to deploy completely differently all the bolt boys are on the line and I'm just going to take that to the face in order to get into them and bring them down. So much of my experience, both with Living City, uh, with Sylvaneth, with um, Ogres so far in AOS 3, is trying to figure out how you get past that screen to get into the meat of what you want. It's why we've seen stuff like the Shadespire warbands and Ether Wings come in. <laughs> you've got just some shit that you can throw away right? To, to draw out Unleash Hell. I think that's going to be less essential going forward.
2: Yeah, I think this is a really positive change and I think it probably is the biggest change um, out of all of them really for a system-wide change on the that battle scroll and I think it's interesting because they didn't change the points of shooting units as much as i expected mm-hmm. and I guess it's because they've done this change instead um, and I think it's a positive one, I'm almost surprised they went suddenly to the six inches rather than like within mm. nine and yep. they've, but they've obviously thought no, shooting is a problem, we recognise it's a problem and this is the targeted nerf, and we'll just see how it goes going forward.
0: I think it's probably about saying you are allowed to do this amount of damage, but you have to get the board position in order to access it.
1: And that's the bit I like. I like the the change to the six inches of in, because you've just had a couple of months, everyone getting used to the new rule set, playing their armies as they do. There's going to be that stubbornness initially, especially with the points not going too crazy up and down, where people play the same list, try and play it the same way it's going to force people into mistakes because they're going to try and huddle more people in, try and get that six inch to work. And then, I mean, you guts in a much better position than it would have been anyway. So and you charge it with three reaction. stonehorns
0: and Kragnos and it's fucking game on.
1: Yeah. So that, 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 <laughs> good, that feels good. It feels there's a bit more play going on there. Fantastic. Um, overall we approve. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Although if you say wings again, I might have to leave because my, uh, blood first, I couldn't kill them over two turns last time I played them. So uh <laughs> That was my
0: favorite moment as a spectator of Age of Sigmar in all three editions. Pretty horrible. <laughs> it was superb. Um so I guess uh the the other change in the core rules in terms of uh well we've got two other uh heroic actions within the core rules or in the seasonal pack. Uh either. So we, we've got, um, I think the next thing we'll talk about is the change to heroic recovery. If we're going to be taking damage, we need to figure out how to negate that and to, to get those wounds back. So um, heroic recovery um, is one of the heroic actions. So you can choose one heroic action per hero phase. Uh, some of them are once a game, uh, such as, well, one of them is once per game um, with uh, finest hour or best day ever. And. Um, Heroic Recovery is the one that I probably have chosen more often than any of the others so far. Um, and it's one that has been used against me on, in games quite a
1: lot. It's a very hero-hound meta as well, right? Especially yeah. when you're looking at, like, Legion the First Prince.
0: Yeah, uh, is. Battle Scrolls are really cool. Gods and heroes. Yeah. So this yeah. is a really
2: big nerf. I think it's a big nerf to death and to chaos yes. um, than, say, Sons of Map, because... Having played a lot with Sons of BMAT, uh getting off Heroic Recovery on Bravery 7 often reduced to Bravery 6 mm-hmm. is actually quite hard. Um yeah. So I, it's not much of a change for destruction monsters, potentially. Um, but I get that it would be for for your bel- bel- Pelicles or, you know, Clarice,
0: I, et I disagree destruction overall. If you look at Ogres... Um you're looking at Bravery 8 or 9 on the monsters, typically. Um, And the change... So I'll read you the new word. So it used to be that you had to... Whether or not you were in combat, you roll 2d6, and if it was equal to your Bravery, you would heal one wound allocated, and if it was uh, better than your Bravery, so a lower number, um, you would heal d3 wounds allocated to your model. Now, the change, uh, first of all, is that you can no longer do it in combat. Uh, So just like rally you need to be outside of combat and to use to in order to use that command ability to use this heroic action heroic recovery you now need to be outside of combat which we'll talk about in a moment um the big difference is whether you equal or beat your bravery you now heal d3 they've removed that bravery equaling single heal is now a flat d3 now we all know that your dice are still going to roll a one but it's nice to have that hope even momentarily
1: I think you've caught me out a few times rolling those dice and, and just getting the 10 and being very yeah. sad yeah, uh, and only, he- <laughs> only healing one wound.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, it's where people like Archaeon come into quite handy where everything's negged bravery by two and you're standing there with the destruction monster. You go, oh, I just want to heal though. Um, mm. But there we go. I, I,
2: I wonder if they've actually changed that part because people were playing it wrong or would forget. Because I guess they've simplified the rule, haven't they? Making it just a D3. Oh, maybe. Rather than either one wound or D3.
1: Yeah, I feel point.
2: like that's a simplification. Yeah. Um whereas the kind of nerfed so I think that's a good thing. Simplification is always good. You don't need two different things happening particularly. Yeah. Um yeah. but then the being within three, I guess, you know, maybe that's a kind of goat trek stealth nerf. Maybe mm-hmm. that is a sons of beer out thing. I'm not I'm not quite sure. I think it's it's good, it makes sense. How do you recover when you're in the middle of a fight? <laughs> so narratively. It makes a lot of sense to me that you would need to take a breather,
1: come out of combat to heal. I okay. mean, I feel personally attacked.
2: Yeah, and you know,
0: that's
1: good. I, <laughs> feel like, I feel like my hero hammer, dirty, dirty demons are yeah not going to. I, I
0: can think of at least two games against you, and at least three games at tournaments where them being able to heal in combat, where I've held over into the double, has been the difference between me killing them or not. So like, they have one wound left. You they ferocious roar and almost kill you and have healed the d3, and then you at your lowest ebb, having been roared, can't then do enough damage back to them, right? So it takes that. Um, I think one of the things that's felt a lot like stalemate in the addition is two monsters duking mm. it out for like five turns when that's actually fine. they're down to two or three wounds. I think actually just getting through those combats and allowing the game to move on might even just speed things up significantly. Um, if your dice despite the, you know, Nagash Archaeon, that there's lots of healing available, whether it's from Dorgar's head or from the summoning stuff. A lot of uh hero monsters already have a heal mechanic, right? That is not restricted to outside of um uh outside of combat. Kieran's grimacing at me because of course he doesn't really have that in Legion <laughs> sprint, but he does have uh pink horrors, so we're not going to go to Kieran for a comment
1: on that. Um <laughs> It's It's, More the bellicor, right? It's the if you have an anvil piece like bellicor, you're used to having to stick them in someone's face to hold off, and especially where.
0: And this is a spoiler for the rest of the document, but they haven't addressed the bodyguard rules, right? So, stuff like bellicor or croak, where you're passing passing, uh wounds taken onto other things. Um, if you actually manage to put any wounds on that monster, you want them to stick, you want them to stick, I think. Um, and that was that was.
1: Very much so uh, in bold you rather
0: than yeah, so but like you know I think there needs to, there has the rationale behind it from my point of view is there needs to be a tactical decision made, right if you can just stand there forever duking it out, then you have to accept that you might die, whereas if you can just stand there not with impunity because one wound to three wounds is not necessarily going to win you every game, but my experience is it's lost me several games and it's probably won me a couple as well, having run ogres um and like, I'd always go for the healing over the finest hour with them, to be honest. Yeah,
1: same. I think it's, I think it's like, good. It's a good change. Good change for the game.
2: It's a good change, especially when you we come to stuff later on where they've removed durability elsewhere as well. So Nagash losing reroll ones to save, et cetera. Then yeah. Nagash is definitely a unit I can see who did use Heroic Recovery quite a lot. And this combined rubber thing things starts to shift the dial on making mm-hmm. it a bit easier to kill. Yes.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um,
2: so, and talk of easy to kill, we do the third core rule yeah. change. Yeah. So the third one is um, to do with one of our universe enhancements, particularly the very popular amulet of destiny, yep. uh, which is probably the most popular single artifact in Age of Sigmar three to date, and certainly would be seen in every single Sons of Bhaal list. Um, I've used it a lot. I've also it's used it with in Star Drake. List. Outside, it's in most it, armies.
0: <laughs> outside of a team format where you can't duplicate, it's seen in most armies. And I don't think that there's been a four-man team where they haven't had at
2: least one.
1: No, not at all.
0: It's super popular.
2: Yeah. So I think it's a really good change because a five-up ward is probably... You know, just the popularity alone means it's distorting the meta a little bit. And a five-up ward probably does distort points quite a lot. Well,
0: it's effectively 50% more wounds on your hero monster character, which if you're, mm. if you're Beast of Chaos and you put it on a Shagas, all right, great. Have a lovely afternoon. If you're putting it on a Mega Gargan with access to heal, um, Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, I think I've, I am in two minds about it because there are armies which have access to wards, you know, which can be very generally applied. Yeah. Um so for example, uh B'ni Magikin Magakin can do a four up ward for one turn. Um, you know, guard a Steel Soul can give my Stardrake a five up ward anyway, if he's standing nearby him. Um obviously chaos has got lots of good wards, which Kieran could talk about. Um so destruction generally hasn't had much access to ward abilities and you know, I think most armies it's good to be able to have something to combat the mortal wound matter. So yeah. like yeah. You know, I mean, I know no one's going to like kind of give me much sympathy with sons of BMO armies, but they have very little defense against mortal wounds now. There really aren't any options at all. Hmm. So that's fine, because they have obviously evidently been too powerful. Yeah. So I'm not complaining about that. I think this is probably justified. Um, but it is going to hit some armies more than others.
1: I agree. I, I think it should have been capped at like a wound level. That was the the suggestion that I saw that I liked the most, like, it could only be on characters, you know, less than ten wounds or whatever. Yeah, the, the it was. It's specifically the giants, right? The giants were the problem. Well, <laughs> everyone giants, else,
0: giants, star drakes. Um, it really opened up list building for me. Okay, in,
1: that's fair.
0: Uh, in beast claw raiders, because you don't have a an innate ward save on your thunder tusk. Uh, so it becomes a very easy target for bring it uh, for bring it down uh, or if it's you okay. general play the warlord um, and obviously the stonehorns that you'd otherwise be taking have an innate five plus from the um, mm-hmm. skeleton so it was kind of like a free turn your thunder tusk into a stonehorn token which gets you a heal prayer into the list etc so it it's going to affect as you said different armies in different ways. One of the suggestions I saw for it was that it's a 5+, for 10 wounds or lower, and 6+, for 11 wounds or higher.
1: Yeah, I, I like that. I like that a lot. I think As that I makes it, it a usable
0: art. I don't think we've actually stated out loud. Yeah. The change to the Amulet of Destiny artifact of Power is the Bearer has a ward of 6+, which is obviously not a 50% improvement on <laughs> the number of wounds you have. <laughs> um, and also basically means that if you play death at all, you will never take this. And I think this is one of the things we haven't really discussed yet about that change. Five plus, I, pl- I played against a guy who had a Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon at Leicester City GT. And he was like, I'm still going to take Amulet of Destiny because it's way better it's than improvement. five plus. Yeah. But if you have a six plus in innately, it actually opens the door to the other artifacts that remember like the rules team spent time writing those and there are faction specific artifacts that are cool and they're not necessarily hyper-efficient in the context of Mm. like flaming weapon or curse or um a five-up ward but suddenly if that is pulled back on a bit it allows space particularly in death, for going all right well what's the interesting tricksy things that i can do instead and i quite like that
1: that'd be quite interesting stat for this next phase before the next changes is how many new artifacts are taken once this change was made
0: and if it's loads, then this has been a massively important change for the meta. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate your point, Simon, on the Sons of Bermat. They, <laughs> they have been so far at the top of the meta for so long that this is probably not the only issue, um, but it's going my- to be different. And I think Sons are actually helped out quite significantly by the changes to Unleash Hell.
2: Oh, yeah, and they don't get hit that hard in the rest of the document. I think prob- my suspicion is that the most popular artefacts going forward will be Arcane Tome. Mm-hmm. That if, if if, if of Destiny takes a hit Arcane Tone will be the most popular artifact I think for the next six months it's pretty mm-hmm. great it's really good
0: yeah, um, yeah. It depends. Um, if, yeah. yeah, in terms of the rule changes we've got um, a bit of uh, errata I suppose um, just next down the document uh, they're just tiny changes um, that are mostly actually rolled into War Scrolls uh, so we won't Uh, talk about them too much but something we've been talking about before recording the episode uh and Simon Kieran and I had a bit of a chat about this before you signed in as well beyond what we were saying on whatsapp um just get Sylvaneth right have it all in one bloody place um at the moment and I'm I'm wrong because it will be fixed but I'm not wrong right now the (laughs) war scroll on the app that you pay 50 pounds a year for uh, for the premium access so they're making money out of it the war scroll for the warsong revenant is wrong on the app the act the only printed version of the uh, war scroll is in the kragnos book which came out in may um, they've changed the wording, and I, was, I, was, I missed a line on this. So now Alariel has full access to the Deepwood Law, which she already did from B- Broken Realms Kragnos. However, it is now very specifically, as has been pointed out, thank you, Simon, uh, to the Sylvaneth book. So you can no longer, in inverted commas, use it within Living City, for example, or another right, Okay. However, be honest, people listening, <laughs> who was using... The laws from a specific faction, which are so very clearly intended to be part of battle traits yeah. in their coalition or allied armies, like behave, don't because do there's that. like
1: zero other examples of that happening anyway, right? It's yeah. quite tight. I mean, like may, maybe
0: Nagash is an exception, maybe Arcan. Um, is it? I, but you don't, don't get, get can... access to law spells outside of your allegiance. Um, and if if they've now made that very clear, and there was a loophole before, then fine, it's not been addressed, but. I think that's an insane thing for them to have to stipulate. Like, It should just be a, a core cool rules stipulation. If you have access to a law from your army, you can only use it if that is the actual faction that you're using. Surely.
2: So I think, I think maybe you're right. From a rules point of view, it's certainly going to make it easy to balance the game and will reduce the amount of like, unexpected combos that could be there. Uh, from a narrative point of view, it makes no sense at all. Oh, no. Because why would Alariel why would or Morathi forget all the spells they know when they're playing with Living City or Harkuron rather than, you know, but with not, their own army?
0: Not only that, but why would the spells that she already knows function differently? So Metamorphosis on her War Scroll, if you finish off a unit with it, you summon an Awakened Wildwood, except that you don't in Living City because you can't oh, yeah. have Awakened Wildwood because you can't add it to your army because you can't have it because it says so. That's funny. So the spell itself is different because she's got some elves with her, and somebody's come up on a cart with a laser on it. Like, why would your spell be that is really stupid from a narrative perspective?
2: Yeah, and and maybe, to be honest, I'd actually almost prefer they eliminated the need for this by just saying that unique, unique you know things with a unique profile can't ally or coalition. Although Mm. Archon would be maybe exception but, you know, so maybe
0: like, well, Rafi can't... You're talking about well, factions, right? And why why is RK on them more important than, let's say, some a model that we don't own? So, like, Catacross or someone. Um Like, <laughs> if, if somebody is literally the, like, president of a faction, why is Arkae more important? He got headbutted okay, by... He's terrible.
2: Fair enough. So maybe just... I, I just always think, like, you can do these exceptions to rules so they can only have this ability when they're here and the war scroll functions differently elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Or the other way of doing this is to say they can't leave their faction. If you're a unique character, you hang around with your own people. Because these are rules constraints anyway, because it's not narratively motivated, this change. Yeah. this is purely about rules Yeah, In which case, I think he, I almost would prefer they just say, if you're rot, you're only in Git's. Yeah. If you're, you know, if you are Techless, I think Techless might still know all his spells in cities. I'd need to check that war scroll. Um, yeah, but, that's interesting. I mean, the tech,
0: the tech city is something that's also massively not available to most people, right? Because, like, huge amounts of uh, harvest gain is just literally in Battle in Broken Realms Kragnos. is isn't actually fully available in the app apart from the battle traits, it doesn't tell you about the Force organisation, you, you don't have access to that, apart from the book that's not in print.
2: Okay, I'm wrong about Teclis, he only knows, he doesn't have it on his War Scroll. It's just the,
0: the big change the there is, you. It, it basically means anyway, without having to say you can't take unique characters anywhere else, you 100% would never take a Lariel in Living City ever, ever again. If you don't have access to Throne of Vines, she's at 740 point, no bonus to cast Wizard without a ward save.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: like without throne of vines she can't achieve any of the things she needs to that's fair like there's a reason she's got three casts and it's so that the first one could be throne of
1: vines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> anyway so in terms of like those little changes um a lot of them are actually directly on the war scrolls so we'll perhaps talk about um those kind of god level characters that change um very briefly just now so um Staying on order, Marathi, same thing. She knows all of the lore of Shadows, but only if
2: she's in Daughters of Cain. Uh, I think that's I, a good I, change. Yeah, that's a change for the positive. She didn't know that before. Yeah. So in, inside of Daughters of Cain, she yes. is now more interesting. Um, although Marathi does have one of the weird things where you don't necessarily always want to use all her cast because if you do miss cast, it gives her a mortal wound and potentially yeah. uh, starts ticking her way to death a lot faster. Yeah, which,
0: you know, is fine for everyone else. Um, I think we'll just go through these and then we'll take a short break um, and uh, we'll have a look at uh, points and our thoughts about um, the state of the meta uh, going forwards from here. So, in Grand Alliance Destruction there is a new war scroll for Kragnos. Um, Thoughts on Kragnos?
2: Better. Much better. Much better. I'm thinking about buying him. Great. (laughs) I'm thinking about painting him. (laughs) Yeah, because... So, the two, you know, there's three changes to Kragnos that I'm aware of. Okay. One is they've given him a six up ward, so he's more yeah. survivable slightly. Uh, two yeah. is he can now give a 3d6 inch charge at 18 inches to destruction uh, units near him, which yeah. is amazing, for example, for Ogemore tribes and Stonehorns um, and lots of things. So, that's very tempting. And then the third thing is that he now has. Uh, mightier makes rightier and he's worth 30 models on his top mightiest profile makes rightiest i'll oh, say mightiest makes rightiest yeah. even better um and that actually depreciates which is interesting that he got that and they That's didn't fun, do that for sons I yeah thought that, yeah
0: very odd actually um he, he's it's what's he currently seven seven twenty points yeah i think so he went up in the cruel boys didn't he in the um, or at Walklands book, he'd been at 695 on AOS 3 release and higher. That it's his, it's, his it's, it's his third point slot in the five months that he's
1: been available, so that's nearly a wildwood. Um, I, I wonder if that whether they just kind of wait and see how much the mortal wound save affects sons. To be fair, I think there must be a, a um, you know, a favor to keep them in the game as well, right? Because it, it is a perfect, like, oh, you want to play AOS, just just use the the big babies like yeah just get to know the game kind of settle into it um Absolutely. army and i could see them selling a lot of them so i'm sure that's not what's motivated it but uh, i think they'll probably navigate through those waters and see how how much that ward save affects them before doing anything else but at least there's a precedent for it to be a damage table now which is quite yeah. cool
0: my, <laughs> my my feeling as it, for what it's worth about sons having played against them a fair amount and they've always had having amulet of destiny is i just ignore that one so now I just yeah. choose which one I'm going to like, it's an easier choice now because I still probably ignore that one yeah. I, mean, I don't know that it I, makes any difference to my tactics against them um, uh, I'm doing that one last i probably not got to it in time for the amulet to matter
2: where yeah. the sun's player gives you the option so if wherever I had the opportunity to do so mm-hmm. my gatebreaker with the amulet vesting on a 5 up ward I would probably charge into you and tag as many units as possible. Sure. So when it is your turn, you had no options, apart from to engage with the one tank who's a subtraction. Yeah. So, you know, I think you, what you see, if you looked at Rob's honest war game stats over the last few months, is that since Stormcast 9 Jaws launched, the Suns have been continually trending downwards. Um, And I think... Losing Ambiot will continue to get them down. I know they're still the best arm in the game along with Seraphon, but I think we're at 60-something percent. I reckon they'll probably settle around 55 now.
0: Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I think, I think that's probably a fair read on that. Um, Kragnos, is, Kragnos should be fun, and the fact that this edition or this season didn't make him viable is a huge shame, Crazy. Yeah. Uh, considering his book and model launch launched AOS 3, right? Yeah. Boys are the faction that worship him as a god and he was dog shit. Um, I think <laughs> Making him viable across, actually viable across It's a quake change. Is, is fantastic. And I actually yeah. really hope that he smashes things up and we start hearing stories about him doing crazy shit. They've essentially taken the Amulet of Destiny, broken it in half and given him the other half.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the narrative for you. Fantastic. Um, in terms of Chaos, uh it's mostly just Archaons changed, right, for Grand Alliance Chaos, for the actual Errata. Yeah,
1: um, so he doesn't get access to the allegiance abilities now, or the armies he goes in, I believe is the change. Is that right, Simon? Yeah.
0: So obviously the popular build uh, that like Mark Brooks and people have been running is in Idolaters. He doesn't have access to that anymore, because uh, of the keyword changes. Um, and he's a coalition unit um, in, like, Blades of Corn and, and, and...
1: Is Idolaters Slaves to Darkness? It is Slaves to Darkness. He still has that. Yeah. So, still gets that one. It was the Zeech Archon, right?
2: Exactly. So oh, okay. what you can't now do is choose okay. the six on the sword and kill someone instantly. That seems yeah, so good. I feel like that's fine.
1: <laughs> Let's yeah, not. I feel like that needed to happen, and I think we got a bit lucky in the in the scene for the last couple of tournaments. Like I've not played Archon in the last couple of tournaments, yeah, and but, I don't think many either. people were actually taking him, even though it was still super strong. So
0: I've I've seen him, he's certainly not as prevalent as some other things.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of AOS 2, Zinch Arcane was like the build, right? That was the most popular build. Yeah. I think there was one TTS tournament where like 20 people turned up with him or something stupid like that. <laughs> so he's he's been nerfed down. I mean, so interesting, he's had that one kind of uh, restriction coming in, but he's also had By My Will change, which is command ability. Mm-hmm. So this has become more generic. So it used to only affect saves to darkness units. It can now affect any chaos unit. Okay. Okay. Um, and This is until the end of the battle round. If a model from that unit is slain by an attack made with a melee weapon, that model can fight before it's removed from play. So he's basically given fight on death to any chaos unit except in the four army. god armies now. Uh, no, he's, he's got chaos keyword. No, uh, he, it, I think it's stipulates. Oh, hang on. Uh, oh. one friendly unit. No, he's friendly to himself. Counts, yeah, it counts. So, 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 so that's. Got a bit more play, I guess it makes more narrative sense as well that he can just command any chaos unit to. It.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I think we will see people attempt to anyway. It's just some of the some of the trickier stuff that you got from putting him X Y Z like. On, on a, the, which
0: is good. On the war scroll itself, by my will says this is a command ability that this, this unit can issue at the start of the combat phase. Another friendly chaos unit must receive it. Brackets. This cannot issue this command to itself. So you cannot give by <laughs> when die to Archaeon. Um, it, is that? That's this page, is another. That's page five of the um, Battle Scroll uh, document.
2: It's the on app it. does not say that. So that's interesting. Yeah. That's the another app,
0: case of the app. The app that's not dated, is it? Date, and it is an app.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which we've we've already beefed on already today. Yeah, but it's. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not not important.
0: I really, really like the like the majority of these changes. I think are hugely positive. If you're going to release it, update your app. Why is that a separate database to where you store your? app oh, but you've. Why is it different?
1: You've got to you've got to like talk to people, and you've got to then you know send an update to Apple, and they've got to look at it, and then they've got to release it at the same time as you releasing it. It's a, it's a big deal. Tighter.
0: it's yes. literally somebody's yeah. job um yeah. <laughs> we are going to have a short break before talking about grand alliance death uh so we will see you after this welcome back um we're going to talk about nagash essentially it says grand alliance death but it should really just say grand alliance bone daddy um so he's <laughs> constantly changing it seems to me um he seems to have a different war scroll in every book that comes out i know that's not true um but he seems to change all the time uh and um he's popular and is an amazing model so why not let's have more nagash available but in terms I, of the Iran- I think
1: it's not popular i think he's yeah. not popular but he's about to be very popular
0: okay so um there's there's kind of some changes for Nagash, the Supreme Lord of uh, the Undead. So he, he's gained Death Magic Incarnate, uh, which uh, is interesting. And that's a loss of his old
2: command ability. Was it the same name? Yes. I don't know if it's the same name, but basically his old command ability, you would use at the start of every hero phase and it allowed the entire army to reroll saves of one. So obviously previously... Nagash mm-hmm. was available in Ossirak Bone Reapers and Soulblight Grave Awards only. Yep. Um, he'd had that ability since uh, Legions of Nagash as well. Yep, so so yeah, it well. made it made him and his entire army very very durable. Um, it's been I would say that this new command ability, and I suspe- I actually thought he might lose his command ability altogether, but he's got a new one, and it's adding one to ward rolls. For one single unit. Yeah. And I guess the reason why this is a new ability is because as you're probably about to come on to Adam, you can now take him also in Nighthorn and Fleshy's courts, which he previously couldn't be in. And giving Nighthorn <laughs> access to army wide reroll ones to save would have been pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean we yeah. talk
0: about Petrifax. Petrifax is great, but they're not immune to rend. Uh Immunity to run and re-rolling ones to save, that is scary.
1: I think this is the, the big death to him, right? This is the thing that kept him, especially in Petrifex, being super elite. Yeah. Just re-rolling ones to save and being on a two-up save was just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I think he was popular somewhat before, but that's because he was take like, you know, Owen was taking him OBR because he couldn't run an OBR list that was going to compete without him. And he was stupid good in OBR, yeah. as Owens proved. And now there's quite a few people starting to take that list as well. Uh, yes, but mu- th- go for a second. Sorry? Oh, sorry. Yes, sorry. the two
2: places I've seen him use most often were in, yeah, Owen using Petra Elite. He's also lost access to the plus one save because he now can't benefit from elite abilities other than spell law enhancements. Con- yeah. so, oh, so that's brilliant.
0: Is he now essentially Coalition
2: then, as opposed to. Mm-hmm. He's just himself. He knows your spells, and that's it. Otherwise, he's water Scroll. Yeah,
0: that's a major check is- then. So he himself is actually more um, killable too. Yeah, that's the, the big nerf to him, really. Yeah, um, so but why I said he'd be more popular. Up, rerolling ones before Mystic Shield, before All Out Defense, before Finest Hour. He's now on a three-up, yeah. not rerolling ones. So the best yeah. he can ever be on is a two, and that's not taking Rend into account.
1: Yeah, and the, the reason it would be more popular is because obviously you can now take him in Nighthorn and you can take him in Fleshy Courts. So oh, it, I think those
0: armies... Quite a low share in the meta, right?
1: Yeah, and there's still some Nighthorn people like trying to stay on and stay true to the, to the, the ghosty lads. Um, but I, I think you'll, start, you'll see a big spike in, in this guy be taken now just because you can put him in those lists. Like, yeah. I'm already looking at Nighthorn thinking, oh, this could be quite a, like a fun attempt at making something work. I think everyone who's playing Nighthorn will just get him straight in the list and, and keep going. Uh, flesh years might look into him. Uh, so I think you'll see more of him. I'm not necessarily saying he's better or worse than he was before. I think he's a bit worse than he was before.
2: I mean, so putting him in Nighthorn is obviously a return to the days of Legion of Grief, partly. Yep. So he was able to be with them before in AOS 2. He lost it in AOS 3. So there'll be a lot of players who already kind of had the army and yep. can now import him across. Um, so, I think that's a really good change. I have absolutely no idea how he will combo with Flesh Courts, so I don't know if that book very well at all. Um, it does feel like he'll be slightly weaker in Ossiark Bone Reapers now. I think he is still very good in Soul Blight. Yeah, I'm um, actually maybe I'm wrong on that. Ossiark Bone Reapers, I guess. That ward save, I feel, might be quite good on them. On some Wartek Guard, giving them another plus one ward, might be yeah. quite defensive and very, very good. Um, in terms of losing the plus one save for Petrofax elites, the other common build we have been seeing is the Castellai build with Nagash comboed with a Vengorian Lord who reduces yeah. Ren by one, and they'll go around together to make sure that Nagash can still effectively have a one-up save. Yeah. He's got you know access to, access, access to those things. so No longer healing I think on that as well. Good point. Yeah. Really
0: helpful. So in the games I've played against him, he's come into me with eight mortal, eight arcane bolt swirling him around him a 1 up save immune mm. to rend 1 and healing himself and
2: re-rolling 1 he's now going to be on a 3 up not healing
1: yeah is it, is it enough?
2: And, and you want him to be good right so yeah. I mean I did wonder if they would get rid of the 8 arcane bolt build but they've mm. kept it in there and I think that's okay he's easy to kill so he can still roll into you charge into you and just smash you to pieces yeah. But at least now you've got a chance of killing him. Absolutely.
1: And in in Nighthorn you can get the Lord Executioner can make anyone who's in three inches of him uh, minus one to wound, I think it is. And then the Mongols minus one to hit in an aura of six. So you can still get some stacking debuffs on him and, yeah. and run around as like a less less efficient version of the Soulbite uh, build. But. Yeah, I, I don't hate that.
0: And I think anything that brings nighthorn more to the fore, and we'll have a bit of a look at their points, I think, because they're interesting to me, Um i think it's really good and death had become very not quite a mono build but um you know the, the previous edition was very focused on death and i just haven't really seen them do quite the things i was hoping they would and when they have they've been very static builds not that they're uninteresting builds but as you say people have started copying owen's list people have started copying leo's list um and yeah yeah it'd be nice to see some variety and giving it access to flesh to courts like I think Blister Skin Bravery Bomb with Nagash is potentially mm. really frightening. Um, really frightening. Uh with the drop with the points drop on the uh Ghoul King on Zombie Dragon as well. There's some in- there's some interesting stuff to look at for sure. And and that that will change the meta. Like if, if someone can suddenly find something that actually now can take out Mega Gargons quite efficiently, you might see Fett coming back in with Nagash. I I don't know. We'll see where we are. Um, his other changes, so the Supreme Lord of the Undead ability now affects abilities that return slay models to friendly, friendly death units. Do we know what the change is there? I haven't looked at the wall scroll enough. Was it previously not only friendly, or was it specific to the faction he was part of?
1: I think it was his reroll before. I could get the book. I think the change is the plus one to the number of slay models, which is like right. if you don't roll for the ability, you get to plus one. So I think there was some chat earlier on Rob's channel about the uh, harvesters and the Mortarks, like being able to bring back basically double your money on the harvesters. Can you bring back Ah, uh,
0: okay, that makes loads of sense. Something like uh, that. And there was then,
1: some chat.
0: Yeah, and that—that's the main thing. is we're talking about the the saved buff as well from the Petrofus Allegiance. Um, he no longer benefits from allegiance abilities. Full stop. Other than spell law enhancements. So all right, yeah. fair enough. Um, that's so- all the got. As it's it's true to its word, really, this uh, battle scroll, isn't it? Gods and monsters. Those are the things across the four Grand Alliances that have been mostly affected.
2: Gods and heroes. Gods and heroes. So, it's Gods. not monsters. Importantly, when we go through the points, they yeah. have done very little to yeah. help monsters, like unridden monsters. It's a little bit in beasts, but not much. Um, what they have actually done is they've dropped the points on lots of named characters. Yeah. that is the main trend on the points when we get that's the theme is it okay well let's have
0: a bit of a dive now then into um points um we're going to look at the kind of winners and losers uh of the points in the i suppose this is effectively a a winter faq as well isn't it as uh yeah so um shall we just work through the list as it is do you think um anything jumping out from i mean yeah, let's work through it, and just if something j- jumps out as being an important change, we'll talk about it. The thing that I noticed straight away about Cities of Sigmar, which is first ep- alphabetically uh, for order, is four of the units that have, have had a points drop also gained a mount trait in the Wider Dwarf update. We've got two Black Dragons, Sorceress nice. and the Dreadlord, and we've got both Flames of Gryphon. They've all come down in points, and they've recently all got really good
2: free enhancements in mount traits. You say really good. The Griffin oh, one is really good, which Griffin allows him to like, come back from the dead. That's amazing. The Black yeah. Dragon one, as someone who owns a Harkyuan army, wasn't that amazing. It was giving the noxious breath. Yeah, it's um, only um, on the... It's now on fire. Yeah. So it's not six pluses. Like, it's... it's you still weren't going to be taking Black Dragons, sorcerers and Black Dragons with that no. one map change. It now does a hundred percent more mortal wounds.
0: That's true. <laughs> And it is now cheaper, so it's better. It's still not good. Cheaper helps. And it's, the the, balance, think, the sorceress isn't terrible, but you are not taking the sorceress for the mount trait because if your sorceress is anywhere near the enemy to breathe fire on them, she's
2: dead. Yeah, she <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> has a so, final say So, I mean, I think as we go through these, well, yeah, each book I think will either be mostly important because it's an external balance change and it's maybe shifting the meta or it will be just an internal balance, some quality of life choices you can make in that book but really have no effect on the meta at all I would say Cities is an internal balance um, book mostly, there is one external which we'll come into about Iron Drake's but with these monsters it's all just about do you have to take a Frost Phoenix or can you maybe take a Griffin or a Black Dragon
1: yeah that's a nice question
0: at this point, you probably take the Free General on Griffin over the Frost Phoenix, unless you're fighting for space for your general and you want to take Phoenix Guard at the battle line, at which point there's no way you'd look at the Griffin. So if you've decided you're not going into Phoenix Guard, there's no reason, I think, that you would take a Frost Heart at this point.
1: But being able to deny someone a battle tactic by keeping that Griffin alive on a 2+, plus is... Yeah. Is such a good mount trait, like Valium. yeah, it's amazing. It it lost me quite a few tournament points in the last event because it was yeah. like this is going to happen, I can't stop it. So it was incredible at Bad Moon, um, and
0: something I hadn't clocked was that it also can be applied to the Battle Mage on Griffin. So Alex, Alex yeah, was that in his side list, and was worried about how easy it is to kill, but it has to keep up in order to give wild form to the stuff you mm-hmm. want to get in. Example, Gotrek. um, fine, push it forwards let them People try and go for it oh yeah. i'm over here again now i've got four turns to heal myself back up uh i think it's a really nice bait piece and at 255 points it's like movement 50 so it's got plus it's, one. Bargain. it's got plus one yeah. to cast this season because it's realm of gur. it's awesome uh so i, I think that's a in, internally a really big uh a really big piece to save 20 points on Um, Because remember, cities, you're trying often to get many units into the army in order to get access to coalition units. So if you're dropping 20, 30, 40 points here and there in your list, you're suddenly getting in an extra unit of Free Guild Guard or Shadow Warriors. You're allowing yourself extra access to Stormcast or Caradron Overlords in Tempest Eye or Sylvaneth units in Living City. I think any drops on the big stuff that you're thinking about taking is major. It's very, very noticeable. That there are no drops on things like the luminarch or the hurricane because they then break the internal balance i think the units kind of function independently within a build um and give you give you broader access to stuff but other things might actually
2: break the book yeah and and and, um i might refer to a couple of times i did an ask mark wilson where we looked at how many different popularity of different war scrolls um in iOS 3 to date, where we, I think Mark's looks over 4,000 lists now and smashed all the numbers together. Um, the Sorceress on Black Dragon, according to the data from BCP and Tabletop TO, had been taken zero times in AOS 3 oh. to date. So having two changes mm. is helpful. I still am not sure that I'd run it at a competitive tournament, but at least the casual play, she's becoming yeah. a bit more useful.
0: Yeah, I think it's hard Whereas, to. Whereas, if you're going to take a monster wizard, I don't see why you would take her over the battle mage on Griffin now.
1: Especially at the points, like,
0: the- it's it's 25 points cheaper. It
2: might just not die. You would, you would only take her for theme. Yeah. Because you want to run Dark Elves. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the reason why you'd do it. And, and, you know, she was the least popular. The most popular war scroll in cities by a long, long way was Iron Drakes. Yep. Yeah. And they are the only unit here which has gone up. Um, it's a very small adjustment, going from 160 points to 170, but I think that's good. Yeah. Um, yep, it's only nerf to cities, but it's not a major nerf. Like thir- it, no one was taking more than 30, so like 30 points is fine. I think. Yeah. Um, I think Thirty are horrible.
0: What's interesting there is obviously you want to take the hurricaneum with uh, battle mage in order to get the plus one to hit for the iron drakes. Yeah. Um, but actually, now at 30 points cheaper for the Battle Mage on Griffin, with plus one to cast, uh, and the Iron Drakes being 10 points more expensive, that maybe just rebalances those lists, takes the edge off the shooting, but overall gives you a more reliable army. I don't know. I think it's interesting. Um, Shall we move on?
1: Yeah, just a quick point on the, on the Iron Drakes, though, as well. If you remember that point we were talking about in terms of Unleash Help, getting everyone within six, yep. obviously they're a slower movement than everyone else as well. So they've got a little yeah. price hike, and they've got that um yeah really
0: interesting um i notice as you say that i'm thinking about the soul screen bridge there are no points changes to uh yeah. the spells in this document um, yeah nothing at all i feel they're
1: a good place anyway because they're quite expensive they are Can they you are get...
0: obviously the, the the big kind of costs are bridge, bridge at 70 spell portal at 70 uh yeah. And the the life swarm at sixty or 65. 65, I uh, think those are the most popular ones, uh, according to Mark Wilson's uh, War <laughs> Scrolls of Christmas, which I'm really enjoying so far.
2: Yeah, I don't want to wreck it in case anyone is following that and biscuits released beforehand. It but the Umbral really Spell beforehand. Portal. Yeah, well, I'm going to wreck it. So the Umbral <laughs> Spell Portal <laughs> yes, is the sorry, Mark is the third most taken war scroll in the game. Wow, love you, Mark. So, the fact that it hasn't got any adjustments is quite interesting. I guess Nagash and Warsong Revenant, and Realm Lord seems the ones which are taking it, I don't really think there's been any change to that, so I expect it to stay as popular.
0: Yeah. So, Daughters the of change. Um Yeah. My understanding is that Bloodstalkers have gone up, but the Avatar and the Queen has come down. Is that right?
2: Yeah, so I, I have a Daughter's cane army. I've not used it much in AOS 3, but I used it an awful lot in AOS 2 and 1. Uh, historically, obviously, Bloodstalkers were awful in AOS 1 and AOS 2, and you never saw them in AOS 3 since they got their new book, just at the end of 2. They've been extremely popular in the Murathi and the Bosnakes build, um, which the combo normally is you take a unit of 15 Bloodstalkers at least, um, which Murathi will use a command ability on to make them shoot... In the hero phase, as well as in the shooting phase, they've got mortal wound shooting. They've got renderer shooting. It's twenty-four inch range with eight inch movement. It's really, really, really good. And they've got um, up they've got points. Up ten points. It's not going to change the dial much. No, you because maybe you take one fewer units of uh heart renders. I mean, you weren't taking heart renders to say, but like it's thirty points down, so thirty points less to spend. Right. I don't think it's enough. I think my. No. My, my favoured change would have been to remove Battle line If from them. Because oh, okay. if, been, if you'd taken away Battle line If, yeah. then you wouldn't have had these builds where you've got literally 30 Stalkers on the table because you've had to take some Witch Elves or some Blood Sisters instead. Something. Um, and also, very importantly, you'd be reducing the efficiency of shooting twice. Because if it was just 10 of them, yeah. you've got 340 points shooting twice, not 500 every turn. Yeah. So I think that's a missed opportunity. I think they probably should have removed Morphy's command ability or turned Bloodstalkers into Battleline I yeah. think this ten points won't do much.
0: No, I, I, I think I tend to agree there. Um, there are other changes that will affect the net list that we'll come onto in a bit. Um, Fire Slayers, people own those, right? I've played against those at some point, and the it doesn't matter, does it? It's nothing. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Nothing. Um, the some of the dwarves that all look the same are cheaper than they were, and they will still be terrible. Um,
1: <laughs> that's it. I think some people are doing okay with them. To be fair, I think there's but no people aren't okay
2: with them, but it's not because of those yeah. three heroes. Fair. And importantly, yeah. they're rumored to get one of the tones Q1 next year. And yeah, also, been... ten ten points, ten
0: points, fifteen points. If you're running all three of those, you're saving 35 points in an army that who knows? Like A lot time of time lists are coming in at 1965 anyway in order to get access to a triumph. It's not going to be game-changing. Yeah. It, it just isn't. Yeah. Um, Deepkin, this is interesting though because the aspect of the storm has been pretty good, I think, um, for a while. The aspect of the sea, though, coming down 30 points. Um that's the that's biggest pretty- drop. 325 um seems good I, I, how is that compared to the aspects of the storm uh, I'm, i don't have a idea of what, what that cost is but um having played again yes
2: so, as- so the aspects of the storm yeah is currently at 330 okay and obviously the c was at uh, 355 yep so the c is now going to be uh five points cheaper than the storm yeah. Which is good because most people believe Storm is better. Yeah. Um, and I'm really happy about this change because the Aspects for C is the only IDNF model I own. Because when it came <laughs> out, I thought that is gorgeous. Yeah. I love it. It's one of the best models they've ever made for a Sigma, and I yeah. stand by that even today. Yeah. Um, and it's barely been on the table in three years. Yeah. It's got
1: a five board as well.
2: Yeah. yeah, and it's a hero rather than monsters. So again, that theme of heroes. But I think, hopefully, this will mean you'll see some people put it on the table and at least give it a go, because it's five yeah. points cheaper than Aspects of a Storm. And if you write that two thousand five point list, maybe yeah. your swats will swap, swap it around.
0: At the end of the day, this is 325 points that someone is potentially not spending on eels or sharks, so I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good change. It's,
1: it seems legitimately great.
0: Yeah, it's like um, the Hinton used to run both, and I had no idea what to do about it at all. Um, but Matt never really runs lists that other people have thought of. Um yeah. overlords. Uh, so ste- steampunk flying dwarves. Some of the best models in the range. Don't have any monsters. Their heroes are quite squishy. Their boats can't give themselves command abilities. I don't think that any kind of points is going to help them in the meta. Um, all of these are. Oh, actually, no, that I'm wrong. The Wardens have come down in points. The other three changes are heroes who've come down in points. I don't think it's enough to make them any good. Um, you are, like Brock Grunson, name character, fantastic. He's 25 points cheaper. That's brilliant. Um, it's. But who cares? What's he? What's he actually? It
2: doesn't. Well, okay, but I think it doesn't change their place in the meta, but if we step back from being competitive gamers for a second, like, or at least a little bit...
1: Oh, hold on. Steve. I'm really... I mean,
2: hold on. I'm okay. really happy that they've done a comprehensive change where yeah. if you own your own character and overlords... Yes. You've got something for Christmas. You've got a present. Oh, it's absolutely. not much. It's 25 points off or whatever, or 30 points off. But, like, the feel-good nature of the FAQ, I don't know how much it's going to do to change the meta, but I do like the fact they didn't just ignore them they gave you something. It's not going to change anything, but if you're playing your mate next week, maybe you've got 30 points more.
0: It does potentially make a difference. Understand. Shut up, Siri. Um, it does potentially <laughs> make a difference to... I mean, I
1: don't understand that statement either, so Siri was right.
0: I think it makes a difference to I as well, actually. Um, there, there are potentially builds with some of those um, KO units in there, and them, them being cheaper again gives you a bit more breathing space,
1: writing list there. I feel like we're fishing here. I feel like we're, 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 we're trying to play into Alex and give him something for Christmas because he I, plays I, KR. <laughs> I agree.
0: And I think anything that changes list writing for any of the factions might open up something that hasn't been on the table because there's something we don't know about that hasn't been seen because it's too expensive. So any, anything that provides space in a list uh, that is under performing potentially changes the meta. So yes, I think that is good. They, they do not need any points increases. Thank you very much. I think they need War Scroll changes and a new book. But maybe with more Dwarves on the table and
1: more shotguns, they'll be fine. Who knows? Can I just add, yeah. with the more Dwarves quote, that is technically just covering the increase in Gotrek because uh, he's gone 50 points up. Yeah, assuming uh, you, so if you were taking all those units. Yeah.
0: Gottrek, <laughs> I can't see why you'd have Gotrek in Carriage <laughs> on Overlords because he can't go in the boats and he's Movement 4. But, you know, be my guest. Um, Let's move on to the fashion that matters in the meta. Sorry, K. You have beautiful (laughs) models, but it's not your year. Um, Lumineth Realm Lords. um, I think, honestly, only one of these changes matters in terms of the matched play, but in terms of encouraging people to diversify their lists, it's interesting that the cows have come down in cost. They're stunning models, uh, apparently. Agreed. And um, they are good. I I like the War Scroll. I like the way they interact with the... um, the guys with cow hats, whatever they're called, <laughs> um, and how that build, the original kind of Lumineff build before um, the, the second half of the book. What a strange time that was. Um, I, I like the cows. I like the Light of Eltharian model. Making those things cheaper is, is nice. Um, making sentinels more expensive.
2: Yeah.
1: It's okay.
2: It's a good change. I think, again, I would have liked them to game? have lost battle line if, Yeah. yeah, it, agreed. Because I would have liked them to be capped at a unit of 20 so that all the buff stacks you can get in, in Lumineth would have then not a been unit, able to apply to unit of 30 but unit of 20. A
0: unit of 30 will no longer be able to efficiently use Unleash Hell. So it's, Which... um, any, anyway, so even if it was still bat- as it is still at battle line, it's no longer efficient in the same way as Unleash Hell.
2: Yeah, it's moved. It. I think this change does move the dial for Lumeth a little bit. Yeah. I think it's going to be that particular build will will be affected. I'm slightly surprised they haven't changed Foxes, um, which I think maybe needed a bit of a points hike as well. Um, but I think, I think this change to Sentinels will help. I, say if only, and I wouldn't have put points up higher than this. I think 20 is enough. Mm-hmm. That is all they needed. My other change would have been, I would have liked to see Battle if go away for them.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, but otherwise, I'm happy with us. On the whole, Lumineth, if you want to take 30 Sentinels, you need to find 60 points. You probably weren't running the three heroes that we have listed here that have gone down in points. So it's going to change the kind of net list in inverted commas. Interesting tech list isn't really mentioned. We've got Alariel, we've got Kragnos, we've got Nagash, we've got um, Archaeon, the gods have been changed. Techless is untouched by this entire document.
2: I think techless is okay. Uh, yeah, kind of, he's, got, he's expensive already. He's good, but he's expensive. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I'm, I, there wasn't anything I wanted to change with techless whereas if you'd asked me what my top five changes were, Sentinels were on the list. Yeah. Before, yeah. Set, yeah, before the Winter FAQ. They
0: needed um, to go um, think It's interesting to see where they are in six months with this
2: points change. Yeah, I mean, I'm very happy to see the cows go down as well, though, because I really don't think I've, I've never played against the cows, I've never. never seen them on a table in front of me at tournament. So, yeah. this is great. I mean, it's not enough, but it's great, uh, partially because of when they
0: came out relative to the pandemic happening. Um, as much as you know. There, there was a book where they were very good in it, and they were used on TTS quite a lot early on. And then when the second half of the book came out, there were just better things in there. I agree they need rebalancing to come back, but I think you're. I think there's a slight bias as to thinking, oh, I haven't played against them because we didn't play any games at all for the six months after they came out in person, right? That's
2: I cool. know, but for AOS three, which yeah, and now,
0: Kieran and I have played a lot, and we've not yeah. seen them at all. <laughs> I'm I'm, she, that is fair. I they exist. Um, let's get through a few more of these. I don't want to just yeah. yeah. Um, uh, points old. let's let's talk about things that are kind of big big changes um so we're going to be Seraphon are currently joint top of the meta really um over over time um around the same place as sons of Bear um of course salamanders have gone up in points is that
2: right uh they so Salam- they've gone up by tw- they've gone up by 20 points which was wow. very 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 needed
0: how in it's, God's
2: name were they 120 points?
1: Because 100 Adam, were they were
2: way cheap. Adam, when yeah. the book came out, they were yeah. 80 points.
1: Horrendous.
2: When it came out in AOS 2, they were 80 points, so I think they still haven't mega nerfed them. This is not a sledgehammer.
1: No. But
2: going up you know, by another 20 points... Is just a nice readjustment it to make them a bit more
1: balanced. And rally back a salamander. That's the problem I, I feel with this. I don't think that's enough for that unit, considering everything we talked about so far with the Unleashed Hell changes, and we have been like, oh, we can kind of get on, on board with that kind of reasoning and slight adjustments. I feel they needed a bit more, because they're not impacted by that within six. They can still rally, and they yeah. still have those superb models that you can then rally back and roll four or five dice or whatever it is. Like, it's Like yeah, I hate them.
0: Um, the Bastillodon with the Ark of uh, Sotek has come down 20 points, and the Bastillodon with Good. Solar Engine has gone up 15 points. Um, Good. You still take Good. the with Solar Engine?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but if you are someone who wants to run the Ark of Sotek, it's can. a little bit more efficient. Yeah.
0: Sure. So I think what we're seeing increasingly, the trend here seems to be stuff that's slightly more narrative or themed has got a bit of a break. And the stuff that's inverted commas, top edge competitive meta uh, representation has gone up a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think the only, <laughs> the, the good thing about the Salamanders is that like most people were taking like two or three, right? So that's 40 or 60 points. There's always a arms of 75 yeah. points. Like, yeah, so the, that that list is
0: not changed. so bad. Matt was saying, obviously, in the chat, my list has gone up to 2005 points. So then you've got to make yeah. a choice. And I think forcing yeah. people who are taking, powerful list to make a choice and to cut some corners that has to be good
1: it's technically the intent of the foq right yes. and the point through advance. so yeah
0: like that, i think so um stormcast are pretty much the same apart from gardus has gone
2: down right um which i Sto- stormcast are odd um so i yeah. think with stormcast and a little bit when we come on twine so tools a bit less With Stormcast, I feel like they basically think it's too early to make big changes. They changed the Storm Drakes a month ago. And those were very positive changes to make them slightly more balanced. Um and I think we've only seen them used in one tournament and they came top three, I think. Yeah. Um with Adam Unford, I think. Uh but they
1: was top table
2: with them. Yeah, he was top table, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's playing for win. So they did really well and they're still really good. But probably the things which I would have wanted to see in addition to Storm Drake Changers was a change to full manators and a change to long strike raptors.
0: Absolutely. And they
2: have been not touched.
0: Which I mean is great in terms of uh lists for Brotherhood as and when that happens. Uh we've got access to Stormcast in coalition contexts in in Stormcast armies. It's great for taking something mega powerful. It's scary for the matter. Um Gardas coming down, giving a 5-up ward save to everyone in a bubble of him. Yes, he's vulnerable individually, but at 10 points cheaper, 150 points, I think Gardas and the Hallowed Knights is suddenly really interesting, uh, especially with the loss of the uh, Amulet of Destiny on a 5+. plus um, I think he suddenly becomes. I mean, we talked about him already, Simon, didn't we, in terms of list building for Stormcast? But I think he really looks quite interesting. But of course, he is just a hero with like not that many wounds, and you can kind of snipe him out and deal with him. So he's. You have to. Though. Yeah,
2: you do have to. I, th- I think they've. Yeah, so Guard is coming down. I mean, it's not an adjust- much of an adjustment. So it doesn't matter too much. I think the Hallowed Knights builds. So I have run Stormkeep quite a lot. The kind of defensive slow Stormcast build. You know, it, it's nice for and I guess the fact that Amulet of Destiny has gone away means you would take Gardas more. But for that kind of like Matt Gold's style Alpha Strike build, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that losing Amulet of Destiny hurts that at all. Aventus no. Storm Strike has come no. down. Yeah. And I think for that Alpha build, Hammers of Sigmar is probably better still. Yeah. And I don't think it's been touched at all.
1: Oh wow, was that the was Ventus Fire Strike the plus one to hit thing? The, the yeah, the yeah, Griffin it's come down. That came down, holy shit. Only
2: by 10 points.
0: <laughs> 10 points makes all the difference um, at the moment, I, I really think. Like so many lists come in at uh, 2005, 2010 points. Uh, that, that 10 points could make a huge difference both on him and and, and Gardas. Um, Sylvaneth. Without the Amulet of Destiny on a 5++, the Tree Lord Ancient is auto-dead against 30% of the meta, so a 15-point saving is, in my opinion, a total waste of everybody's time. Um, Dirthu coming down yeah. 15, same problem. They can't hide behind their own trees, so they're not worth as many points <laughs> as they currently are. Full stop. The army sure, agreed. You take agreed. a Warsong Revenant, and Tree, tree Lords now are dead yeah i agree you, they're not worth it you needed a points drop to Carnoth hunters you needed a, cha- a seventh change to wild woods yeah. this doesn't this doesn't do it a tree lord at 180 points great Who? he'd been 180 points before they're just oscillating between like three different points values for stuff that you just can't take dry has too many wounds and can be seen and has a terrible yeah. and no wards. That set. is the
1: problem. She's it's dead. just that it can be seen. It can, everyone can be seen. That's the problem. Like that Silver army behind those trees, if the trees worked as you expected, is a bit of a nightmare sometimes.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but for those of you, I haven't seen it's not.
0: I haven't said this on the podcast. At Leicester City GT, in my game three, uh, I didn't actually get a turn because of how Silver currently works against Long Strike. Yeah. I'm not going to go into yeah. details. There was no problem at all, but my my game took less time than for us to set up.
1: Uh, yeah, it was over. Sylvaneth
0: do not work currently. Um, the answer would have been to take a Lariel because she doesn't get one shot, but then you don't have any other models in your army and she does get two shot. So there you are.
1: 10, and, uh, two, she's dead. And
2: uh, I think it's interesting because Sylvaneth, kind of, if you take a step backwards, you'd think, what is the place of this army in the game? What do I want this army to be doing? Yeah, you might want it. To, it's one of the armies which could be the shooting counter army which exists yeah. in the game. Yeah, like KOR, the shooting army theoretically. You know, Sylvanf should maybe be that, that shooting counter. They don't work that way. And whilst Unleash Hell has been changed for the better and to be weaker, the alpha shooting output hasn't mm-hmm. gone from the game. Stormcast are probably no. the best shooting army in the game. Here it's shooting... still there. Yeah.
0: And yeah, it's... You're, you're, being out, you're being out drop now with Sylvan Earth, which didn't used to be a thing. So you used to be able to build your castle. You now can't, unless you go for a build that doesn't have the tools to work late game. So you either get to build your castle on a roll-up against another one-drop army, but you don't actually have stuff in your, in your army that's useful in terms of scoring the additional points for monster battle tactics, because you've only got one monster if you're a one-drop. Otherwise, you're at three. So you're taking either a Tree Lord or a Lariel. The tree lord's dead yeah. lariel's dead if you're a one drop if you need any yeah. and you're not going to take amulet as destiny uh, with a five up it's not your first artifact because you're in a glade and you have to take a different artifact yeah so you, they're just they're nowhere um we're going to take a short break and then we're going to talk quickly about the remaining um factions and the changes that we think that are going to impact the meta um but there's quite a lot to get through uh so we'll take a break there Welcome back. Um, we're going to carry on now, uh, having a chat about the points changes. Um, flesh eater courts, guys. One of my favorite armies in the lore. Um, I never quite got around to finishing that blister skin force. So I've still got it. Um, am I going to be playing beautiful it? Beautiful as well. Beautifully converted. Yeah, the three models are converted, but thank you. Um, so basically it's it's points drops, right? Um, Crypt goals for me, the battle line, 8.5 points per model. You can fit some monsters in your army if that's your battle line tax. And that's that's fun. Like I know it's only down from hundred, but 15 points off, you know, that's that's cool. I like that.
1: That that works. I like it a lot. I think mean, it's cool. You know, you're always looking to squeeze stuff in, right? So just having that tax is oh. good. My
0: mistake, they'd already had a drop. They were at 95, not 100 since I last tried to build the list. So they've had a 10-point drop. Uh, The Ghoul King on Zombie Dragon has come down 15, presumably to make him uh, a consideration versus the uh, Terrorgeist. But it's not going to be, because you're not going to be doing flat six Mortal Wounds, whatever your points are.
1: The only thing is he can come down. One of his traits, which is unique to the Zombie Dragon, is he can deploy. He's definitely cool. The fun, the fun Flesh fleshies
0: of Courts list, I think, has a Terrorgeist and a Zombie Dragon, and yeah. if he's cheaper, that's easier to do. Great. Uh, Crypt Horrors is cheaper again. You don't see them, really. Some people are running units of 6 in AOS 2. They, yeah. they haven't got Reach 2, so they're now not doing that. Same problem yes. as those weapons. Um, so exactly. to, have them, to have them cheaper, fair enough, 15 points isn't going to change the world. But across an army, 10 points on all your battle gr- battle line, uh 15 uh yeah 15 points on a monster 15 points on monstrous infantry um yeah obviously nagash is cheaper <laughs> and you can now have nagash in fact. so you're just making space for uh skeleton yeah
1: maybe it's making space for him because obviously you've got three units to ten quick goals for the battle line nagash and then whatever else i've not even done the numbers on those lists yet
0: does it does it matter three uh <laughs> What's he now? Nine five five? Uh nine five five, yeah. Nine five five. So um your crit ghouls, uh three units of those uh is at two fifty five, so you're at 1210 So you can't fit two ghoul kings on Terra in, so it's irrelevant.
1: Uh, <laughs> that's want, that's, that's also they do give they will give the gash running charge from a spell. Yeah. Um which is quite
0: assuming that it's friendly units because he doesn't gain the Flesh Eater Courts yeah. skill, so you have, to, have look. to look specifically yeah. on that there might be a list, it might have Nagash it might be that you just have more bodies on the table and that's kind of how Fleshy Eater Courts works anyway, it's how their summoning works so I have lost heavily we were talking about bravery on destruction models earlier I've lost heavily to uh, Blister Skin in AOS 3 because the bravery shrieks absolutely mortal wound wrecks uh, ogres. So having more of them on the board, sure. seems seem, seem yeah. good to me. They're not top of the meta, they're somewhere in the middle. Being cheaper is good. Um Nighthawn, its characters, they're cheaper. Yeah. I
1: think the and black coaches have been
0: quite Yeah. Black
1: coaches have been quite popular, so I think Speckles will be happy with his with a drop of forty points if you stick to them. Yeah.
2: There's been a
1: few two black coach bills. Ragconor's been quite popular as well in different points. Kurdos for the command point shenanigans. So might be Andy's, an now.
0: Andy's Nighthorn, which I painted for him, has all three of those models. So the list that he runs is sixty points cheaper based nice. on that. So that I don't know. does that fit anything in?
1: We'll find out. It does. It doesn't quite fit in a gash. So most no, of those make way anyway. Got um, to find another nine hundred points. <laughs> uh, it is. It is It is a,
2: it is a worry. I think it is a worry, Nagash, being able to go into all four of these armies, actually, just to take a moment on that. I know we talked about them earlier yeah. on. But yeah. like the list from a list variety point of view, especially in match yeah. play, you know, most Soul Blight armies I saw towards the last end of the last couple of months had Nagashin. Almost every OBR army I've seen in the last six months had Nagashin. Yep. Yeah. I do not want every Night army I see to have Nagashin. It will. and every Flesh at Courts one. To have in, it It's will. dull. It's I literally really pulled dull. Them
1: guess, pulled them out of my drawer today, like at yeah. like half twelve, ever points dropped. I was like, right, Grim Gas Reapers, Chain Gas. So I was like yeah. just piling them into a new drawer, but like, oh this might be fun. Absolutely. I
2: just I just think it's a mistake. And I don't know the way around it because I know he is a popular model and I guess from a sales point of view it's great to have like, you know, buy this one model, play four armies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But this one model by the Vanguard set for each army, there's four armies, right?
2: Yeah, I, so, 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 and I, so so I think with Nighthorn and with Oss- Oshar Bane Reapers and Sol Blight, all of these armies when we come onto them, I just feel like great, the Black Coach has gone down, great, Curtis and the and all have come down, so they have given something to the Dave Carter's of this world, who have been loyally playing Nighthorn <laughs> all the way through go? it. Exactly. Shout out, to Dave Carter. who's a loyal, might not player. He's the the, the win hailer. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like, I worry. I worry that Nagash will just take up 900 points of other interesting, attractive, aesthetically <laughs> pleasing models on the table. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's, it's a bit more Phoebe than just putting the giant in the shout out, Dave Carter. Um, but you know, <laughs> well, yeah, I think you will just see Nagash spanned on multiple tables now in different. In four different universes.
0: Um I mean, we're looking at Osiark. We talked about Osiark a lot earlier on, right? Um, in terms of how Nagash is going to change the way that Petrifex works, in particular, uh, it's interesting that the uh, named Arch Cavalos uh, is now five points cheaper than the generic Arch Cavalos. That's not the first time in Odysigma that that's happened. I think there's been some Stormcast characters where the named ones have been cheaper than the generic ones uh, over time. I can't remember an example at the moment. Um, I think Neve was briefly cheaper than the Knight Zephyros. They're now the same. Mm. In fact, they're babe- not the same. She's now cheaper because they've dropped her and they haven't dropped the Knight Zephyros. They were previously the same cost. So Neve Black Talon is now 10 points cheaper than a Knight Zephyros. So there, there's your other example. Um, Catacross is cheaper. Votmotion is cheaper. Those are names that I've heard of. You don't see them in lists. Are you going to see them in lists? No, because Nagash
2: is now cheaper. Simon, you might see Catacross. Catacross actually does do interesting things for the army, and I think there is a law and aesthetic appeal to having him as your centerpiece rather than Nagash. And obviously, three another two or three hundred points. You'll never see Volmotions.
0: Twenty percent cut drop on a four hundred and seventy point at a twenty point drop on a four hundred and seventy point model. That's not even five percent. So if you weren't already building towards him. You're not going to put, you're not going to fit him in now where you put one.
1: But Nagash is now significantly worse in OBR because of the Nagash rules that stipulate he can't take their abilities. So I think that now OBR are looking for what do we do post Nagash era? If yeah. it is a post Nagash era, and maybe that's the answer.
0: Okay, yeah, I buy that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, cool. It's a great model. I really like it. Uh, yeah. yeah. So maybe Simon's wrong. Maybe not everyone's going to run Nagash. We don't know. Um, Can so I mean, I- Grave like Gravelords, um, it's wild to me how often they change stuff that's come out recently. Obviously, they, they allowed us to uh, split up Radikar's core after the release of the book, and then Curse City disappeared and is now back. I want to take a moment to say how massively excited I am that um, Curse City is going to actually have support. Simon's shaking his head because uh, he bought the models that he thinks are going to be expansions, but who cares? <laughs> it's
2: awesome. It's so good. Um, it's good for most people, and also I think it's good for the hobby yeah. to have the entry level board games, um, which I still think, you know, if I was going to buy something for, you know, someone's kids or, you know, someone who's getting into the hobby or yeah. friends who likes board games, I would rather get them Curse City and paint them, that for them than all of a, a- Sigma box up.
1: Absolutely. Also, also in AOS 2, not to extend this point too much, but like one of the big kind of hype points around AOS 2 was the. The Zeech board game, right? What was it called? The Tower of Fun? Silver Times? Tower. Yeah, yeah. Silver Tower.
0: Everyone painted
1: that. But like a lot of people were talking about it, and in the board game space, they were talking about it, and Curse City should have been that, and it just it was whatever issues happened. Well, when Curse City uh, happened, it, it was
0: a bigger conversation yeah. than Silver Tower. Curse City was yeah. hugely anticipated, and then it it was dead on arrival, right? That was the issue. Yeah. Whereas Silver yeah. Tower, no one quite knew what it was going to be, and they changed a lot of mechanics. It was the first modern Warhammer quest, yeah. and it changed a lot of the mechanics in ways that people weren't certain about. Curse City, as a fantasy setting and really gothic fantasy setting going yeah. back to the old days of Mordheim, of Warhammer quest, um, of Hero quest even, Coming out when it did in the run-up to the anniversary of HeroQuest had the opportunity to be a huge gateway drug for people, and was marketed as such. And then, because the you know, <laughs> cardstock factory in China burned down, and then they parallel parked a container ship across the Suez so <laughs> Canal, maybe who knows? Weirdly, the board game didn't get reprinted, and they had to uh, release all of the heroes as clam packs and put them in very, very obviously as a last-minute edit to the PDF of the Soulblight Grove Lords book. Or maybe that's not what happened.
1: Maybe we don't. Not, know. Maybe it was just a name. Maybe it was a name. I love the meme that went out. There was a meme that around earlier where it was like, "Oh, because of the naming conventions, they got like sued." Remember that like yeah, story that, that came that out? It wasn't True. Very and it odd. was like the the expansion is going to be called Scurry Village and stuff like that, like just like really generic yeah. stuff.
0: I love I, I love what people think are a thing in like IP law and what actually yeah. then happens. Like, no, very <laughs> obviously there's a supply issue. Why they are doing tell about it is beyond me. We've digressed a lot. <laughs> a lot We here. have.
2: Um, but basically the game is quite a good game. I know I've played it, I think Adam's played it. Played it um lot. good thing that it's back. Let's move on.
0: Um thought Age of Sigmar though. If it's back, it's notable that the heroes are not currently pointed in Age of Sigmar three.
2: The they Cities were. of Sigmar heroes, yeah.
0: Cities of Sigmar heroes are not. Um Derelia and Galen van denst who won from broken realms Cragnos, not uh, curse city they do have points and feature but Gelson um, uh, Derek uh, Glario van Elton etc they had points for 10 minutes they now don't um, so will they come back we'll find out
2: um, so 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 like the rest of it outside of curse City yeah um Mortis Engine went down 20 points. Um, Mortis Engine has got an interesting ability, which is once per battle in your hero phase, you can unleash the Reliquy and you roll for each, a dice for each unit within 12 of this model on a two up, that unit suffers d3 mortal wounds. So potentially be able to spam that and take four of them, mm-hmm. um, you could do four d3 mortal wounds on the two up to all the units around. So I think you might see people, I know people talk about that, No they ever never really. I don't think many people have done it. No. Um, it, it, it might happen. Bloodseeker yeah. Palanquin I've never seen on the table. Covened Throne I think is actually quite a good war scroll. So yeah. if you weren't taking Nagash, you might consider taking Covened Throne yeah. now that yeah. it's gone down by 20 points. Yeah, it's three rolls, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a lovely model and it, it's pretty good in the game. I think it's reasonably pointed at 290. And Black Knights were the worst battle line in Soulblight by a long way and they've gone down by a whole 20 points, and when it's on from yeah. 120 to 100, as yeah. the percentage change, it's quite large. Yeah. I still think they're bad, but at least you don't have to feel as bad if you take them now because you've painted the models.
0: They're now cheaper than taking direwolves. So if you, need a, if you need a screen that's cavalry, and remember that direwolves are now a unit of 10 rather than a unit of 5, uh, so you are getting more wounds for the direwolves. Um. The Black Knights are at least a cheap screen now and fulfill battle line. However, you are then giving away broken ranks essentially for free.
1: Now if you take yes. hundreds of them and then regrow them in the gash, still <laughs> shit, though.
0: You can only reinforce yeah. them twice, so you can only have
2: 15 of them. And to, to oh. emphasize this point, like if I look at Mark's data, Blood Knights were taken over 200 times mm-hmm. in, the last, you know, since in the last six months in AOS 3. Black Knights were taken 12 times. Right. So, you know, really unpopular. They were the least popular battle line choice in Blight. Yeah. Maybe you'd now take a unit. Maybe. I own 40 of them. Oh, God. I, I,
1: own, I own a lot of them, but I converted into Blood Knights like a smart person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um,
0: so Blight Nagash is cheaper. That's the headline. Right, again, uh, with death. And some of the flavour around Nagash is also cheaper.
2: But they've lost reroll saves of one, so they will be easier to kill. Okay. Uh but That's they need really to be big.
0: cheaper because you need more of them. Great. Because reroll yeah.
1: saves and reroll hits, right? Re- re-roll hits yeah, it was.
0: It? Reroll ones with hit to hit as well, which is also gone. Um, Gloom Spike gets. Um, Yay! Trogs are cheaper, but the Trog boss isn't a monster, so that doesn't matter. Um, and Trogards are cheaper, but there's still only one model and objective, so that doesn't
2: matter
1: i've got a question one? for you no no, no there's, no, there's
2: <laughs> one there's one good change here which i do want to talk about in a minute which is fanatics but before we get there kieran as a spider fang player in the past at what points would the skitter strand have to be for you to take one <laughs> so it was 200 points and it's gone down to 180 where would it have to be to actually take it in an army
1: so, like, my spider is like my narrative army, right? It was like my, I'm going to go to Raw, I'm going to take Spider-Fan, right? Um, I've just tried to optimize it as much as possible. Never even looked at this unit. Now, in maybe <laughs> AOS 3, with, like, monsters taking objectives, maybe coming up. But it's just dead as soon as it's on arrival, basically, in a lot a of situations. Away. It, it, like it
0: gives your opponent a point for exactly.
1: it's, it's never terrible. going in a list, ever. Like you, if that was on like the the big casters, which you have to take to make the army even move and work, then yeah, that'd be great. It's, um,
0: it's exactly the it's same hard. points now as a tree lord, and you would never take a tree lord because it's dead and it's a monster. You're just and handing the your opponent points, and the tree lord is actually better while still being the worst war scroll in the silver book. <laughs>
1: So Sorry, Simon, there's,
2: it's, it's there's zero no, it, it, Yeah. Is,
1: is it literally zero? Okay. So, if, it was, if it was 60 points, I'd like
0: have loads if, of them and then just you were throw given them away. A, If you were given one for free, you wouldn't have it in your army
1: because you're giving your opponent a battle point. I, I would, play, but, but I'd just put play. it on an objective and then run it away for the rest of the game. Is that what I'd do?
2: Mm. So on the other hand, a unit I do actually really, dearly love. Yep. And so the first, like literally the first unit, in Warhammer fantasy battle, I fell in love with back in the 90s, were fanatics. Iconic. I remember them. They're absolutely iconic in the battle reports. You know, they had a really interesting ability. They would come out in front of the unit and smash stuff up. And, you know, and they'd hide in the units before they did that. And I've always thought that was amazing. Yeah. for me the most iconic unit in Gloom Spite. It's been criminally overpointed in my eyes because Gloom Spite is not a high-performing factor. So, what's the output on Fanatics might be good if they die to a stiff breeze...
0: Is a fifty saving enough?
2: No, but it's better than it was. And I think, for me, when GloomSpot aren't functioning very well, I don't mind if you make Fanatics a bit too efficient. Like, I would have no objection to them being 100 points, you know, and having gone down even more than this, because... Yeah, that would be another that would be a forty five point drop and that would probably be too much. But I'd actually quite like to see people taking an army and having fanatics hurl themselves out of units because it would also make people then take the grots and you really only see squigs now. Like people Gleam still played because people love them.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: But, but they really only play with squigs and the trogs.
1: I think you just made the battle line cheaper on these. Because you want to release fanatics, right? And you need a you need an entry point to, be able to get them out. Yeah, like that. And the keywords as well. Keywords work across the book They just need a new book. It's a shame. They do, and it's coming at the end of next year.
0: So this is a you can get a few more gets now than you could before, and um, that's good for people who own them. Um, ogres, I'm sad about because they've completely missed the point here. Um, yes, things are cheaper. The tyrant is really good except that he's a single character who's slow and dies to any of the shooting in the meta, so he can be as cheap as you like. If you make him good enough with the, um, the big names and the artifacts and stuff, he, he's a target. He's dead. If he's your general, he's dead. He's, he's really vulnerable in the meta, of the meta. There's no real way of protecting him at all. Ogre gluttons need to be in units of three. It doesn't matter how many points they are. As a unit of six as battle line, 250 points, I don't care.
1: Well, Just I'm, give no, them fighting two ranks, and yeah, then it's a different book. Like yeah. it'd be
0: great. Just the uh, same thing as we said before with crypt horrors. With the current rules for coherency, so one of the things I was hoping that we would get, and Andy and I talked about this before, is with the precedent of Storm Drake Guard having three-inch coherency in units of four or less. You need to start addressing monstrous infantry in the game that's yeah. got more than three models, uh, more than five models in a unit that only has reach one. Because otherwise, points efficiency is way out. This is at least, like, forget 10%. This is at least a quarter more expensive than it needs to be because the back rank
2: can't fight. I mean, I think probably as the core rules change, you could amend the core rules to basically just go through every single base size. So 25 millimeters as it is, 28 as it is, maybe 32 as it is, 40, change to a different rule. Yeah. Change sort of the different
0: rules. The rules don't achieve what they set out to do. If you're on a 25mm base like Phoenix Guard, you can still string out 30 Phoenix Guard across the entire board mm-hmm. because it's less than an inch. You can still be side to side and effectively screen. Same with Gloom Spike gears. It hasn't actually solved the problem.
1: Yeah, with triangles, I can still do pinks in yeah. a line, then do triangles at the end, and then they split, and then it doesn't no have yeah. a problem. So it, all the things they were trying to stop didn't stop. All it to does, it punishes monstrous
0: infantry and cavalry. Which wasn't wasn't was the intent, right? It's not the intent, and they haven't fixed it. So, long story short, on the ogres, they've come down in points. Uh, as in, the guys, are, the gutbusters have come down in points. They've not touched beast claw raiders. I'm happy about that because I think that a points increase would have really hurt them, particularly now that yeah, Kragnos is final. fine. So you're already arguing for points now in the army because you've suddenly got to fit in a 740 point monster as well as a 430 point monster, right? So Og- Ogre's... The, the, the War Scroll needs to be changed or the Coherency needs to be changed. Exence. Warfang is going to be a big one for us because Goal are so present in the meta, and I don't know that a 20-point increase is quite enough,
2: but I think much more would have been too much. So I think 20 points is good. Um, I think yeah, you could probably put them as high as 200, and people would still have taken some. Yeah. However that would have been an overreaction to do in one move. Yeah. So the, the general philosophy has always been, you know, do incremental changes, 20 points is fine. Um, I know one of my, you know, one of the guys in, in South London Legion took 24, I think, to the last tournament. So that's what, eight units, it's 160 points. He's now paying extra. So he loses three picks.
0: Yeah, you so That's, if you're that's quite good. Yeah. And, th- and, th- and that's a good way of looking at it as well, I think, because if you're try- if you're looking at spam lists and it's removing an entire instance of it, that's what they did to Stormdrake Guard. You're losing a box of pigs, a box of Storm Stormdrake Guard. Um, you can still do the same trick, but it's got less um, flexibility if you fuck something up. <laughs> basically. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. If you put that's a position and lose it, that's a bigger problem if you have one fewer in the list to begin with.
2: So I think that's a really positive change, and I think it will make Iron tool's a little bit less good. Mm-hmm. I think that's fine. I don't mind it being top tier for another few months. It's still quite a new book. I think, I think it's a that shame left more that
0: in the same place is great because the Amulet of Destiny is what makes the double more Crusher so strong. So Amulet of Destiny going to a six plus, they didn't need a points increase, I don't think. Um interesting that Godrat's come down. Um he's still more expensive. I don't think you'll see him. Yep.
2: You won't. Um, Giants. Um, one thing on cruel boys, good that Godflex gone down twenty. Gut Rippers could have done with a bit of a change, maybe down ten, but nothing happened there. Bolt Boys could have gone but up, but it's still, yeah, it's still a new book. I will Very give new. them the benefit of doubt on Stormcast and Gorix. Um, um, Sons of Matt I'll take because I play them. Uh, they've only made one change, which is to take Mancrusher Gargant mobs down from four ninety to four seventy five doesn't make any difference it's, it's a unimportant change. it's a cookie
0: cutter it makes literally you no, you're you're what slightly more like if you run them in a three which you probably don't you because then you're not getting your battle tactic of running three individuals next to each other yeah. you're slightly um more likely to have a triumph
2: it doesn't matter um i do understand they're in a difficult position with suns because the change i would have liked to seen which was make only yeah. Manquest's battle line and remove it from battle line if from yeah mega's yeah. It's difficult when you've sold it on the fourth Mega this summer. Yeah. So yeah. I get that they're in a bind there. Um, I think we've talked about Suns generally before. They're too good, but hopefully Amulet going will make them a bit worse and the meta is changing anyway. So I think, yeah. Maybe hopefully,
0: a bit of uh, encouragement to take two units of three at 475 and you're like, oh, okay. No yeah, one will do it. I know they won't, but <laughs> thinks that's what people are going to do, right? They're like, ah. Oh, now that three man crushers are cheaper, you're going to take six and only two mega. Nobody is going to do that.
2: But maybe what they, no. what they should have done is make the single man crusher cheaper. So if you'd taken mm. a single man crusher down to 150, yep. then you might have done because the flexibility in terms of positive plays about having, I don't know, uh, maybe you'd go down to two megas and you'd have six movable parts or seven movable man crushers, maybe or eight yeah. movable man crushers, depending where you get to. Then you get to the point where you're like, well, I've got so much more movement options that it's worth it, but the mob will never give you that, and a mob will never be as good as a mega.
0: So it's not quite the right fix. I don't think so, personally. But Amulet might be, so in terms of where they are in the meta, it'll be interesting to see. Beasts of Chaos have basically gone down 10 to 20% on the stuff that people actually take, and so a 2,000 Army is now a 2200 point army, which is basically where we were at the end of 8th edition, where Beasts of Chaos got an extra 200 to 400 points because they were shit then, too.
2: <laughs> it it won't make them competitive, oh. but it does give Angus and Charlie and other players who like beasts, uh, you know, an excuse to paint another few models, absolutely, wow. or you know, not have to. <laughs> they'll just use
1: yeah. this
0: pool in their list now. Uh,
1: those Gorgons. Like I play Charlie, and obviously Charlie knows what he's doing with this beast. But those Gorgons, like just in a in a pack of three, like just sitting on an objective, being fifteen worth fifteen on the objective, and being quite annoying. And versus me, they can kill a model. They can just slay a model. So obviously against Pink's, it's not great for me. Just take six of them. They're one hundred and fifty-five points each. Just put one two flanks, and just each for the rest of away
0: a point when it dies. They're terrible. We're,
1: let's forget about that bit.
2: Hiren, remember that there is a four bmf cap no you can't take four,
0: yeah. four, no! and four. And, no. unless unless you're any of the modern books that was like no
2: it's not a BMO, it's battle line but yeah. there we are um Blade change... Go on. yeah we'll move over I'm, i was gonna say the only change i think the point the problem with beasts is you can keep down pointing them but all you end up doing is creating bigger and bigger and more unwieldy armies of chaff yeah. and they yeah. need some more scroll rewrites uh, which mm-hmm. blades of corn mortals also probably need. Yep. and so what we've done with blades of corn is they have targeted the mortals. They have realized that no one has played these since the book came out. Yep. Um, so I think blades of corn would be one of my biggest failures of a new book yep. because again it came out and people stopped playing the army. Yep. Um, that's not what you want from a new book, um, and they've at least given some quality of life adjustments here. Yeah, you know, ten points off Skull weepers and Rathmangas and yeah. Mighty Lord of Corn, a little bit of Corgus Cull, twenty points of Blood Warriors. No still don't think you'll see them played. No
0: change to the Bloodthirsters or Scarbrand or to the Dogs, so Kieran will be very happy.
1: I was absolutely running around the room when I saw this. It was like, yeah, you just just give some changes to the mortals and leave all the demons to me that's fine don't Big worry about
0: that demons it. uh disciples of zinch the, the 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 change that actually matters here because again yeah. it's mortals slash beastmen have got cheaper the only thing that actually matters in terms of the games we have to actually play of age of sigma is the increase of 35 points on the horrors of zinch to 250 points which quite frankly how they weren't already 250 points yeah blows my mind um I think that's a good change. I don't think it's, yeah, it's a list particularly,
1: does it? No, I've been already running a unit of 10 for some time, getting trying to get used to this change anyway. I think with the burrows coming out to 150 as well, Yeah. however, they are worth two wounds now. Um, yeah. the, the, my list changes a little bit, but it's not really that bad. The big uh, my my last list that I just took increased by 100 points, which was a double pink horrors unit, and my previous list isn't by about 30 points so it's it's not a big deal
0: i think the thing that's important to note is that i know simon's not running anymore but simon weekly's 70 pink horrors list has gone up by 245 points which is great uh because that means that you've got fewer pink horrors to contend with
1: yeah i mean i played against that and i think that he could probably still do something quite good with it even with a with a with a small with a point increase, but yeah, hopefully it's in the. I think now.
2: at two fifty, pink horrors are still good. Yeah, um, they're still good, but they're not as good, and that's good for the game.
1: Absolutely. Um,
2: I think Zangor's going down twenty. From one seven five to one five five, I think isn't enough. Yeah, um, but again, it's a start. So, anything which starts to get make the internal balance of the book a bit better is good by me. Absolutely agreed. Yeah. Um hedonites of slanesh have they fixed it yes or
0: no
1: nope, no no all the wrong things got points adjustments like this should have been a list of like 12 war scrolls it just wasn't so it's not the
2: wrong things it's just too the, small
1: to sum up that's what i mean as in like the stuff of, you kind of would want to sum up the lack of changes Barb
0: archers are now the same points as sentinels sentinels are the best shooting unit in the game they've gone up in points the bliss barb archers have gone down in points and are still the same cost of the more expensive best unit in the game they, ha- yeah. they need they need to drop all the slanesh by 10% again at least um, and potentially yeah. look at some war scrolls too let's be honest um, but
2: what this does do is it puts you in a position that maybe in GHB 22 if they do this again yep. they become playable
1: Absolutely. Oh, isn't that exciting but that's in six like, months. Happy, I know, but another happy, six months. Happy Christmas, Slanesh. Yes. Happy Christmas. Wait six months
0: for some joy. All the models Maybe. Here that have Come down in points are new models that they will have want to have sold loads of. You're still not going to take them. Um, Skaven. Okay. Uh, Weird. Yeah, Andy has a list with the Deathmaster in it. That's now 15 points cheaper. You can't buy anything with 15 points. Slaves to Darkness. Um, yeah, dun, dun, that's it. Yeah if you run skaven those aren't the units you're looking at taking and if you already take them the points aren't enough for you to fit anything else in yeah
1: apologies that's skaven players
0: stop. You, you're you're going to have right. to wait for a new book and hopefully new models and war scrolls that's it uh slaves to darkness obviously big change with archaeon no longer being able to use the allegiance abilities of the sub factions um I know he can take the slaves to darkness ones yeah yeah um he can but take those he, ones. The, the Archaeon changes um, are going to impact slaves more than I think points are. The big thing, particularly for stuff like Knights of the Empty Throne, is a 30 point hike on the War Shrine, which combined with Archaeon's 30 point hike, you're looking for 60 points in a list with Archaeon and the War Shrine from two days ago. So I think that's really
2: telling. The Chaos Sorcerer Lord going up as well, it's quite important. Um, and um, I, think, I think you might have got this wrong, Adam. I think the big change. Yeah. Is Chaos Chariots going down five points from hundred and five points to hundred.
1: That is pretty that big. will
2: change the meta.
1: Yeah. Like I mean, five are...
2: point changes is the way forward. It's what we've always wanted. Somebody has genuinely spent salaried paid time
1: oh yeah.
0: out doing that and then doing it. Do you, like and then what... made us
1: wait five days for it when we shouldn't have probably waited five days for it.
0: What a waste of resources, let's be honest. Um, somebody will have a chariot list somewhere and they will have saved enough points to get a bonus chariot in 2000 points. So, hooray! But
1: shout out to Charles,
0: yeah. Definitely well, yeah, nice absolutely to, you, shout out to Charles. But that's not a good use of your resources when there are so many gaping holes in the rest mm-hmm. of the meta. Um, and then we've talked loads about Archaeon and Nagash, they've has uh, gone out. Nagash has come down. They're both still really good. You're going to see Nagash everywhere. Archeon is functioning slightly differently. It's a better one. I think
1: one. Archeon will dip. I think Archeon will dip slightly, but yeah. yeah. Be um, and game.
0: then the final one is Gotrek is up 50 points for a more than 10% uh, increase. Simon, this is actually a points change that you were lobbying for with Mark um, when the points went in. Um, he's just out of the game now, surely?
2: No, he's not out of the game. I think he's still useful and a fun piece. I've never thought he is an S tier inclusion. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to win you a tournament. Yeah. But he was quite popular. You know, he has certainly in Daughters of Cain he was very popular. And so I would that, see this as uh, in terms of how it affects the meta. Yeah. It is a change for Daughters of Cain and a nerf for them. Um I think at 50 points extra you're unlikely to want both Murathi and Gotrek and Bloodstalkers because then you're starting to add on 90 100 points onto your list.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, you're you're looking at at least an 80-point increase with uh, three iterations of Bloodstalkers and Gartrek, right? That's... Yeah,
2: so I think I think it's a nice change. I don't think it makes him untakeable. You can definitely still take him, um, but it does make him a bit less efficient, which is probably good. He wasn't broken, but he was too efficient.
0: He's he's a difficult one, right? Um, Andy and I were going to do a whole episode on him and then realise no one was taking him, so it was a waste of time. Yeah. Um, he's completely egregious in terms of his war scroll but he can't physically get anywhere and i think 50 points means you probably just never take him in cities anymore uh you've saved the points from in fire slayers um so that's great (laughs) right we've got a couple of minutes left before this recording runs out um I think
1: you you've missed one there you missed there's an army that it's kind of scribbled right at the bottom of that document I know it's quite hard to see the official army a... has been all
0: right. yeah yeah legion it's... of the first legion of the first coalition um yeah what
1: nothing changed you? basically nothing, nothing changed.
0: changed other than the horrors like got to shuffle a bit you're not going to spam yeah. horrors but that's boring anyway and why not run siege
1: yeah i mean i was refreshing yeah. the warhammer community site every day for the last week thinking that my army was gone and I was having to rethink the whole thing and yeah they just increased horrors by a little bit and left Kairos alive, Bellicor alive. The Slaves to Darkness Demon Prince, which is the core one which everyone is taking. Slaves to Darkness taking it. Legion are taking it. I think you can ally it into maybe Nurgle now. Like it's egregious it was everywhere at most events I've been to recently. Not a single hike on it. It definitely comes on the gods and heroes. Like uh really con- confused that that's not in there so at least i'm kind of happy as larry party. you're happy yeah i'm happy it's a bit weird i woke up today like trying to like ready to to get my list building on and now i feel a little bit deflated because i'm just going to take the same filth i've been taking for three months
0: boo fucking who simon of for that. your armies that have been affected of which there are several um biggest winner biggest loser for your collection
2: uh, biggest lose of my collection well okay interesting Um, it would be Daughters Kane, which is, has a small nerf however I've never taken my shooting list so I don't like alpha shooting okay. uh, so it must be Sons of VMA because they've become a, le- a bit less uh, defensive so for um, you it's the amulet that's really changing things. yeah the amulet change does affect that and it also affects the Stormcast I've been running recently in terms of the Star Drake uh, yeah. but in terms of positive changes and things which I might consider buying or using again, um, uh, I'm glad Gobstrat's gone down. I'm glad Kragnos is better. Yeah. Um, I would really like to run a list of a lot more Loom Smash Smasher Fanatics in, but it still ain't going to be better than C tier, even for the Fair enough.
0: Um, Kieran, Legion is as good as ever. You might have to shuffle a little bit, but it's
1: still rock and roll all day. Is yeah. I mean, you just death, don't get an extra 10 though, right? yeah, yeah, I've got Nagash into Nighthawk and stuff. I don't think I'm going to be even touching death when Legion have not been touched. Um, I can summon 175 points of Horrors Yeah, for free. Great. I'm laughing. That's nice. That's actually better than ever now. They're more expensive. Um, And the plague bearers are two wounds each as well. So I've actually got a choice now when I do my summon. Do I want yeah, 20 that's... wounds of Plaguebearers or...
0: Noble's going to have a really interesting effect on Legion, I think. I look forward to seeing what you come up with in the new year. Um, for myself, Alariel is still terrible, so the you wouldn't take it in either Living City or Sylvan Earth. Um, they haven't changed her at all, really, because you can't use her spells in Silver, in Living City to begin with. The Tree Lord Ancient is absolutely fucked by the loss of a uh, 5-plus amulet. It was already dead, basically, in all games. Um as it was, uh, so I think Sylvaneth had gone. Um, the list I had was heavy: shooting, Kernoth Hunters, two right. So, Bow Hunters unleash hell. It's it's not good. It's not good. Um, so more tribes probably gets a Kragnos, but at the end of the day, dragons are untouched. It's all dragons all the time. Uh, so there we go. That was
2: Formulators, uh, all formulators all the time. Formulators uh, as well,
0: not totally six of those and six dragons. Yeah, that sounds good. Um so Battle Scroll Gods and Heroes, Kieran, Simon, thank you so much for your thoughts on that. We'll maybe come back in a week or two and talk about lists we've written based on this. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Jay Channer for the music, and we will see you next time. Goodbye.
2: Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs>